Hi, I'm Eric Dewey. And this is Steve O'Mooney. And I'm Matthew Renfro. And we're Socially Awkward. You're listening to another great production on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Check out more shows at foureyedradio.com. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hello. 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 Do I sound better? And we're back. Yes. So far, so good. Yes. Nothing good. Uh, Uh, well. Um, spoke too soon. Oh, (laughs) hell. Too many people. No, I don't know what, I can't go in the living room and connect directly to the modem because I've got whole neighbors with screaming kids and yelling at their dogs. Yell back. (laughs) 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 What? Hello? 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 Okay. Hello? Wow, this sounds better than the last one. Yeah. The last one sounded like we were all talking through a filter. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. We were all storming. Oh, 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 Jesus. Maybe it's time for a Google Hangout? You know what? I'm I'm about to do that. Let me me do a speed test really quick. Okay. Okay. Speed test like cocaine? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All good! Oh, it's so amazing! Let's High do this speed. episode yeah. now! Let's do it Oh my god! It's like, it's like Alpha just did a line of speed. Men are on the morphing grid. Did you say menergy? Totally. Menergy. <laughs> menergy? Hey, don't you guys remember oh, the, the Power Thirst gems. videos? It's an energy drink for men! Menergy! I'm more excited at all the possibilities I just came up using the term menergems. Unleash <laughs> <laughs> the power! Oh, oh God. <laughs> And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, 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 it's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Time. Today on the Power Hour, episode 60, Ranger Command Power Hour second anniversary special, recorded on January 17th, 2016. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. So I'm a Ranger up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as Truckee B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as the Cinema Slop. Today we have some special guests, and I will. What the, what the hell is that? Oh god! Oh my god, that was awesome! <laughs> I mean, energy. <laughs> no, that was not heck? me. By the way, say that was not me. That was not me either. It was not me. It was, like a, it was like a mech powering up. It was <laughs> energy. I think, hey, I was muted, so it was not me. Okay, Who today was? we are welcoming some special guests. Much to my dismay, first, the Talkin' Toku team. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Chris, also known as Kickback or Ankle from the Retired Talkin' Toku podcast. Hi, I'm Jordan, also known as Den O from the Talkin' Toku podcast. Retired. Yes. <laughs> but they don't know that yet because this episode will not be, it will 20. be out before ours. Give me some credit later. here. Jeez. Red. It releases next Saturday. I'm sure you guys will have it out by then. You think? Well, yeah. 
I'm glad you have faith in me. I do have faith. I'm not going to say that I don't, but like, let's look at our track record for the last month and a half. <laughs> this episode was due out Christmas. Just saying. <laughs> all right, you done? It's your turn. Go. All right, hey, hey, this is Tom, uh, <laughs> aka. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I still have uh, a nonchalant way to hey, this is Tom. Hey, this is Tom. <laughs> this is Tom. He uh, sewing chew on Twitter and uh, part of the defunct Talking Toku podcast. Next, we have from the Power Scoop. We have Mirror, also known as Nightmare Ten. Okay. And from the Monkey Grid, we have Lee, also known as Monkey Ranger. Say hello, Lee. Hello, Ranger Command fandom. Today's episode is brought to you by my insanity and comcast welcome everyone thank you all for taking the time out to join us on our second anniversary special yay yay Yay. i I didn't see the applause sign sorry Okay. We actually have a ton of news to talk about, so I figured I'd gather all of you fine folks that helped make Ranger Command even better over this year, and we're just going to talk about a lot of news items that released since our last episode. First, Power Rangers Ninja Steel has been officially announced. I know. A moment of silence. A moment of silence for the Tokyo adaptation, which won't happen. No one cares. All right, so... (laughs) I care. I might be the only one, but I still care. Power Rangers 2-2-4. The trademark was filed on January 4th, and it was found by Twitter user Morphin underscore K on January 9th. We're going to have links on the show page for the actual trademark site. We've learned that Chip Lynn is returning. Yes! And then we also got an official press release by Saban Brands through IGN of all places. Mm. And Is that new? Like, they do these releases? No, IGN's been doing it ever since the Power Rangers movie's been announced. They've been riding the hype train, no pun intended. (laughs) No, I think Saban Brands is just using them as like an exclusive outlet to release this news. Hey guys, in case you missed it, we announced Power Rangers Ninja Steel. Here's the official story synopsis. This is all subject to change because if you guys remember when Dino Charge was announced, the inner gems were called like the prisms. So Saban's Power Rangers Ninja Steel starts in deep space, where Zircon is the reigning champion of the most popular intergalactic game show in the universe, and monsters battle to prove who is the mightiest warrior. Zircon is determined to become invincible by controlling the mythical spirit crystal, which contains six supernatural ninja power throwing stars. The only thing standing in his way is a new team of heroic teenage Power Rangers who possess the spirit crystal. The evil Zircon sends his warrior contestants down to earth to steal the crystal where each epic battle against the rangers is broadcast throughout the universe together the rangers must master their arsenal of throwing stars zords and megazords each made of legendary ninja steel in order to stop this evil threat and save our planet from destruction. Wow. Oh, now, so I, the I... game show is in the alien part, but how did the Earth people got the crystals? They'll probably have some explosive backstory that's pasted before the opening theme. I'm, I'm sure the they'll use something like Ninja or... Oh, that's God, the return of Ninja. <laughs> yes, Rangers! It's my time to shine! <laughs> they stole my Ninja stars! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to 
to see Ninjor return. That makes me angry. It's Tommy, and he looks in his old backpack, and all of his old ninja gear is gone. <laughs> no, I uh, have oh, man. a record and say that I really think that the whole competition intergalactic TV thing is probably one of the best ideas I've ever heard because, you know, it's just, you know, the whole thing. It's like, all right, and our champion steps down on Earth. Will the Rangers be strong enough to defeat him this time? I really want a scene, maybe a continued thing, where we get confession cams from the monsters. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, I really did. down there to destroy the Power Rangers. I thought I had the edge with my superpowers. But I was it turns out I was wrong. <laughs> I was I, hoping I Zircon wouldn't pick me. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was, from Database Ranger, he made some tweets where it was like, from oh, the monster's point of view. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, Steel Ninja Field. Yeah, Ninja Steel, Ninja Feel. And it was like the Power Rangers go, Ninja Steel, final strike. And he's like, tell my son I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Tell my wife I love her. I only did this for the coverage. (laughs) This this got dark. (laughs) But I think I have to agree that this is one of the most unique types of premises that I've seen. Like, it's so off-the-wall crazy. I think the possibilities to connect it to the greater Power Rangers universe is amazing because the second half of the show is going to fall on the 25th anniversary. Right. And don't forget, once the Gold Ranger comes out, Hot Topic will be able to sell the burger phone again. There you go. Hot Hot Topic topic. had a burger phone? Yeah, they said it. Yeah, they used to sell the old 80s burger phone. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Catch the craze. Watch it. It's going to be like a Hot Topic exclusive through Bandai. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you guys think? Do you foresee Burger King jumping in on the cross promotion? (laughs) I would love for that to happen. Oh, God. My reactions to all of this? Pass. Yeah, I kind of echo that, too. I think it sounds pretty stupid, frankly. Ninja was a better show, maybe? Well, yeah. here's the thing. Judd Lynn can probably take the mediocrity of Ninja and give us something original. Hell, just with the game show angle, that's already more original than anything in Ninja. Oh, no, I'm not saying it isn't original. I'm just not saying it's a good but, idea. But, like, I have, I have well, no like, desire at the to Ninja watch a show footage, that has that as a premise. I really look, don't. Looking, looking at the Ninja footage, even just the Sue part, mm-hmm. nothing really jumped out. The mecha, the whole writing inside the, well, the suit the, be- the best parts and, of Ninja they can't even use because it was all the like the really cool morph scenes they did. Mm-hmm. They had like really awesome either instant morphs or group morphs where one by one by one they change. You can't even use that. No, yeah. you can't use any of that. Of all the different backstories you can have to a Power Rangers series to kind of make it feel epic or grandiose, you're going to go with a game show. It also feels too recycled from Dino Charge. Yeah, with a crystal and... A like crystal a with crystal. six throwing stars and they have to gather the throwing star. You know, and, and Ninja Steel. What is it? Super Ninja Steel? Ninja Super Steel? Ninja Blue Steel. Well, shut up. <laughs> Starring Ben, starring Ben Stiller. <laughs> Kiss can know, throw just... Ninja Star really good. Institute. Zoolander two, everyone, out February twelfth. <laughs> the intro start, and it, it, he just goes, "Moisture is the essence of wetness." <laughs> <laughs> 
So Zoolander as the mentor. That's perfect. <laughs> Don't forget to turn left. Obviously, Ben Stiller needs the work when he's doing Zoolander 2, so... Going back to the actual show and the premise of the show, do you think they went with this crazy idea? Because if they went with demons with swords and all this stuff, it's almost too much like samurai at that point. Yeah. Well, it it is a rehash. It is samurai. <laughs> yes, Unless they're samurai. trying to make a do-over, you know, it's trying like to say, to... we're it's sorry for Jonathan Zaker. It's not, like, it's not like they're putting a disc onto a sword and spin. Oh, wait, never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they should have gone with Tokyo. I feel like this could be something great. It just is. Right it's now, hard. It's right hard now, to see it right now. Like right now, we don't know enough. Jordan, really? Well, see, that's that's the thing. I agree with AP because when we heard that they were doing Dino Charge, they were skipping what was the Go Busters Dino Charge, and we were like, we were excited because Kyuuji was great. We were all on the Kyuuji hype at the time so for them to adapt that like all right this is a great idea but like ninja was so lackluster probably they're gonna make it work but you know, not that i'm doubting judd's right. ability but it's like well that's what i'm saying like how they can make it work hell for dino charge they film so much original footage even when they haven't needed to like chris and i were talking about the other day ranger with the purple ranger i don't know who's watched kyoruger who hasn't watched kyoruger so when the male purple ranger appears in kyoruger it's some epic shots, you know, the jumping off the building on the first appearance and all that. And they didn't use any of it. In fact, they didn't use any of the male purple Sentai footage. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, really? As far as Ninja goes, it's just, I don't think it's Power Rangers' fault. They just have very little to take right now. You know, it's like, hey, Tokyo, which is like a... 4 out of 10, and now they're going to Ninja, which is like a 3 out of 10. They're also running out of seasons that they can choose to skip. That was my argument a few days ago, was that, you know, eventually, you run into this predicament where you've caught so far up to the source footage you're using that you're back-to-back production, so if you run into another season that you don't like immediately following that, you're pretty well f***. But they can go back to go No, but, but they then, won't. No, they won't. The, no, because the footage, won't. the source footage is dated. And not only that, but... The suits you know, deteriorate the suits, over time. Yeah, the suits too. deteriorate. Of course, Toei's doing a better job at keeping their stuff maintained, but... Well, well, that Here's stuff the, still doesn't last. They can Here's make the new like, suit. Look at Kiryu Go. I mean, Kiryu Pasty. <laughs> Kiryu inaccurate, <laughs> you mean? Kiryu Brown. <laughs> Kiryu Tan. <laughs> But, but here's the thing, like like with that argument, Jordan, you got Juoger premiering this year. February 14th. The next Sentai is when Power Rangers Ninja Steel premieres. And then if they continue the two-year format, then you've got another Sentai that year. Yeah, but they, so they've got their, three to pick from. their choice of skipping will be very slim and... We kind of well, run into this problem here, right now. Where here's my, my bigger question is why in the world are they announcing this crap a year and a half in advance? Way to promote yeah. your current show. By they did that with Dino one. Charge, and they're doing it with Ninja Steel. It's like why? Well, why are you doing I, that? I honestly think that the reason why they announced Ninja Steel to begin with was because the trademark was found out. Oh yeah, that uh, was like, that was no coincidence. That two days later, they're like, "Hey guys, press release. We don't even so have I, a logo, but here it is." I don't. Yeah, think I can. Planning, I agree with that. I don't think they were planning to announce it yet. Yeah. And that's probably why the description sounds so um, bizarre. Because they were like, "Hey, Chip, can you write something up real quick?" The nerds just found it. We got to get this. Yeah, didn't they? Um, <laughs> didn't they announce everything at Polymorphicon with Dino Charge? No, they just introduced the actors. Yeah, so this year we'll get the cast reveal for Ninja Steel before they go off to film it. Who's rooting for a Dino Charge remix for Ninja Steel? Huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Something you tells know, me that uh, they're in a galaxy full of shows. 
They might wind up planning to release information at an earlier date because it's starting to become a regular occurrence that people are finding the trademarks far too easy. Well, do a better job. Well, what they need to do is just trademark three names completely off the wall and have people guessing. Uh, that would be amazing. Because you can't hide trademarks. That's not what they're for. You're kind of stuck. So like Apple will do that. Apple will trademark six different names for something. Or like when you're filming a movie, you use a code name so that people who are around don't know that you're filming like Star Wars or something. Like you know? Or Cloverfield. Too. That, yeah, that came awesome. out of nowhere. Uh, oh god. Here oh, we that's go. right, Jordan hates Cloverfield. Oh god, that's an awful movie. Isn't that that movie that made everyone vomit in the theater? Oh yeah. I thought that was Blair. Well, it didn't make me vomit. I thought that was Blair Witch Project. <laughs> it was all the shaky cam stuff. Yeah. Like that was the big thing that started this whole found footage craze. So like most YouTube toy reviews then. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done with Ninja Steel? No, so. we've only sadly, just begun. Sadly, we have three years of it. <laughs> I don't have any more insults to throw at it currently. Other than Zircon is a dumb name for a villain because he sounds like a fake diamond. You know, like a cubic right. zirconium. I so. thought of Zircon from Spaceballs. That's what I, I actually it Actually, when I heard it, I thought of Zarkon from Voltron. Oh, from Voltron, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard anything from Mare. Oh, you're talking so much. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. Listen to what you said anyway. A lot of what you guys have said was what I was thinking. I thought the news came out just kind of too quickly after the trademark was found. But I'm interested to see if they do anything for the 25th anniversary with it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't really have much of an opinion on it because we don't really know a lot about it. I think it's intriguing with this backstory. I'm curious to see more, and especially the logo because I'm I'm a stuff for logos. Mm-hmm. Well, being that it's going to be an anniversary episode, do you think they're going to use the footage where they bring back the other ninja teams? Or Nope. No. no. Well, we haven't really had much of a reunion apart from Super Mega Force anyway, and that was kind of done right at the end too, so I'm not really expecting anything. Unless they I mean, decide they, to use no. the footage and use like archived audio or something. Rather than that. Well, you can get any guy off the street and put a or filter on him. Yeah, and... I mean, you just vocode some oh, random oh. <laughs> I could do it, Jesus. Let's do That's it. Nice. I mean, your lyrics get just off the chain. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> you know, I couldn't remember what he sounded like, and I kept desperately looking for clips online, and there were none. <laughs> seriously? Yeah, seriously. And I have that movie on DVD. I just didn't feel like grabbing it to look. <laughs> It was fresh in my mind just because we did that commentary episode. I'm like, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> so there's Ninja Steel. In a bit of a, I don't want to say sadder news, but it's kind of shocking. Rick Medina Jr. was arrested for murder, as reported by TMZ. This was nearly a year after he was put into custody before they released him. I guess they're done with their official investigation. Well, he's been arrested and charged. He hasn't been indicted yet. Right. Mm-hmm. But they have sufficient evidence to move forward the case is what Eric right. saying. Right. Literally the day before this news broke, I was on the phone with Chris and I was like, well, whatever happened with the whole Rick Medina thing? And <laughs> here it is. I mean, it, it was a year. It took him a year to file any charges. I think that's a little crazy. That's I kind of want to see it as that they were trying to be thorough. I yeah. hope that's a good thing. You know, like yeah. if you're going to charge someone with murder instead of the way they do it um, to make a murderer. Involuntary <laughs> manslaughter. Yeah. They kind of do their homework and make sure they have enough evidence yeah, to charge this guy. Murder is right. considered an intentional act to kill somebody versus manslaughter, which is an in- Unintentional. Direct 
effects. Yeah, an unintentional, yeah. Uh, and someone just happened to die from it. So they're basically saying they have enough evidence to prove that he purposely tried to kill his roommate. Which is pretty unfortunate, but still innocent until proven guilty. I think from the fandom side of this, God, it's just, you read those comment sections, and it makes your brain, like, melt. Oh, no, it got so far as Allison, she played Taylor in Wild right. Force. She flat out said, do not tag me in this stuff. We know Rick, and I do not like hearing the, any of this from you people. So if you tag me, you will be blocked. And added to that, that, you know, he used to be considered a semi-celebrity, and whenever a public <clears throat> figure falls, people jump on the bandwagon, whether or not they're guilty, mm. you know, whatever. They just mm-hmm. they just like to feel like they're condemning this person publicly just to get their own gratification. Well, it's, let me, so let me tell you something I have a problem with just real quick, <clears throat> and I think Eric and I talked about it on the phone yeah. the other day, but my biggest thing is, okay, did we not go through the whole Power Morphicon drama thing with the Wild Forest group photo shot and how Rick Medina wasn't part of it, and they all talked about him on Twitter, about how, oh, well, that's just who he is, because he's not one to be part of the group, and he's always better than everyone else. Like, they talk mad shit about him a year and a half ago, and now they're like, oh, God, no, don't say mean things about him. I don't get it, so whatever. I think the most frustrating thing about all of it is, uh, you know, obviously it's a piece of news, he's sort of a semi-celebrity public figure, people are going to talk about it, but the righteous fans don't want you to say anything, because it's really mean to talk about it, and you should be quiet. I don't think there's anything wrong with discussing it, but too many people are acting like they're the police so they can police this news and you shouldn't talk about it and you're a bad person if you do. Well, discussing it is fine, but it's another thing to have someone sit there and go like, oh, I knew he was terrible to begin with. Well, they, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's the ugliness that's it's really... It's the court of public opinion that's, that's yeah. really... Exactly. You know, when it comes to celebrities, when it comes to anyone who is in the public light, you know, more haters tend to jump out of the woodwork when something like this happens. And I thought it was pretty distasteful. I mean, yeah, TMZ reported it first, just like they did the last story, and it turned out accurate. But I find it pretty distasteful that they would use a clip from Samurai with his sword. It's just, it's like that whole shock value thing. And you read those comments, and people are doing it to get people riled up about it clickbait. Yeah. Welcome to the internet, you know? But, yeah. But what gets me is that they still couldn't get it right. They're like, oh, he's the voice of Decker. Well, he's also the human form of Decker, so do your research a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but again, then, it, I mean, it's Power Rangers. Like, the, the major media is always gonna get some stuff wrong. Collider! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think it's fine to talk about it, but I agree. Like, the whole holier-than-thou attitude that some fans are taking about it, I think, is wrong. It's it's like, look, all these actors are real people, too. They make mistakes. They might do things that we don't agree with. And to hold them up to such a high standard, well, then they're going to fall pretty fast in your eyes when stuff like this happens. I did have jokes prepared, and I was told I couldn't use my jokes. <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get it out, I mean, do well, no, I, I, I already used this one on the boys uh, Friday night, but I'll say for the rest. So I just, you know, you either got to give accolades or, or shake your head at Shout Factory for this latest marketing thing for the Wild Force DVD set. That's just. You know. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's why we're over. That's why we're <laughs> Moving on to a little bit more happier news the Dino Supercharge trailer was released again through, through IGN. Wait, that's, a, that's a little bit happier news than murder? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know how to transition that. You, you can't. You could, you could have been like, okay, well, let's get you charged up now. You can't come back from that. He's like, oh, in happier news, now that we don't have murder, this, uh, this trailer is a little easy on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Dino Supercharged premieres January 30th. I copied all these news items from Toku Nation. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You're welcome. So the trailer shows that Snide and Heckle are confirmed to be two separate entities. There's a shot of Heckle walking into the Ranger's base, which is cool. And then Heckle's collar has two pretty distinct colors with the red and blue. He could become the Talon Ranger. I was just looking at things like, is, you know, they like to hide colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And his collar, he's got red and blue, and the red is sharp little triangles, which, if you've seen the Talon Ranger, all he is is blue, red, and yellow and sharp triangles. That's, that's it. I thought the trying to find cool. ways to shoehorn the Talon Ranger into the show somehow, so that was my attempt. I do hope we that. get a Talon Ranger, just because it'd, it'd be pretty sweet. Thoughts on the Dino Charge trailer? That was pretty cool. So Dino Charge returns when? January 30th, only on Nickelodeon. And they go on hiatus January 31st, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if they're doing eight episodes since the synopsis got released, some people are thinking that it'll probably go on to hiatus in, in March, like the end of March. And come back in, what, October? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's horrible. I hate the dumb hiatus. So we'll get the Aqua Ranger and then <laughs> gone till uh, after my birthday. Dad? How does <laughs> that you? Hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't that be cruel if Aqua's halfway taking off his helmet and it's like, to be continued? And you're like, no! Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Who are you to be continued? <laughs> like a typical, typical Power Rangers thing, though. Like, I would expect that almost. It would be like White Light where Tommy's taking off his helmet and then Kim faints and, like, Tyler just faints or something. And then you don't find out for five months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People stop hearing it's okay we'll have all the podcasts talking about the hiatus for like two episodes and then it'll drop off the only thing i'm looking forward to is that uh is dino charge back yet twitter nope (laughs) (laughs) nope it's not back moving on found today bandai uk magazine scans confirming that the mmpr movie toys will launch later this year that's pretty standard when it comes to movie releases it's always when even for the tv show this stuff is always released the fall Christmas season before it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Are we pretty sure we're going to see them at Toy Fair or that's not? No, uh, that was something because these scans came out from uh, the Toy Fair UK magazine and so they're just kind of talking about like, hey, this is what's coming out. This is what Bandai's doing for the full year. They're not going to show movie toys probably till San Diego Comic Con is my best guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now do keep in mind for anyone who happens to be looking at it, any listeners, there is a typo in that particular article that still states that the movie would be releasing in January. The movie has still been moved to March. I haven't been kept up with it, but has there been any progress in terms of shooting, in terms of supposedly photography they start, or anything? They start shooting late February. They shifted yeah. the date of filming. Some okay. of the Ranger actors have been posting that they're getting prepped and started training. Okay, so at least they're going ahead with it. There's a couple other announcements in terms of the crew. They got some set designer that's really famous. The costume designer went to New Zealand, and there's rumors that Weta might be involved in creating the suits. Is the movie being shot in New Zealand? 
No, it's being shot in Toronto. But Weta is in New Zealand. Canada is North America's New Zealand, so... (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I'm pretty excited that things are moving forward, and I really want to see some behind-the-set stuff when they start filming. I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I want to see who the villains are. I'm surprised we haven't heard that yet. Yeah, that's true. We need that information. I hope it's Christopher Walken. (laughs) (laughs) Ranges! Christopher Walken is Lord Zed. These ranges! These kids, they're awful. Okay, moving on. Zoidberg. (laughs) (laughs) Why not Menergems? You say, why not Menergems? Moving on to our next news item, Shout Factory TV is going to stream Zoo Ranger. This will be happening the day this episode releases, Saturday, January 23rd. So if you're listening now, just drop everything and watch some Zoo Ranger if you want to. Shout Factory TV is hosting a live stream marathon of Hero Sentai Zoo Ranger. Best known to Power Rangers fans is the Sentai series that spawned my more from Power Rangers. The marathon is being hosted by Tokusatsu expert August Ragone, which will run from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 12 p.m. And you can watch it at ShoutFactoryTV.com or via Pluto TV if you use Android, iOS, Roku, or any other TV service. Oh, those are some well-written show notes. Yeah, I told you I grabbed these from Toku Nation. <laughs> <laughs> you like literally copy-pasted like Pretty three much. articles. Really glad we could help. Copy pasta brought to you by tokunation.com. I'm going to link to your guys' articles. Oh, I don't, <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. I don't care. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we literally don't give a <laughs> Let me tell you how many people linked to me for the Toy Fair scan. Me? Like one. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it. They throw it in there like very little at the very end, like view Toku Nation with no link. So I think that's a cool event. They're streaming some pretty cool Sentai. If you're on the fence about the DVD set, this will be a chance to check out some of it. I heard they're doing some kind of promotion. Can you fill us in on that, Chris? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Nah, we'll take a pass. There's multiple accounts going to be doing giveaways on this stuff, posters and possibly more. So don't worry, if you have Twitter, I'm pretty sure a majority of the news sites that cover stuff will be spamming this crap out. So... Yeah, just wait till Saturday. Well, now. <laughs> this oh, yeah, wait, just yeah. watch your Twitter feed. You'll probably see, hey, retweet to win a free poster. Hey, retweet to win this book. So All if right. you'd like to win, just shoot me a DM. And I'm just kidding, partly. How long is the dream? Like, how long would it take to watch? The time. It's three hours. Just three hours? You can't watch all the Zoo Ranger in three hours. It's not all the Zoo Ranger. <laughs> it's the first oh, seven God episodes. It, man. <laughs> Is this why you didn't know what kind of stormtrooper we were talking about? Exactly. <laughs> you know, throughout the entire podcast, I've been kicked out intermittently, right? No. Yeah, yeah I've been kicked out and re-signed back in. I haven't noticed that because I'm trying to concentrate on the show. I've, I've seen every, you get kicked out every so often, but... That would explain why every time you leave, I feel something extra in my brain. Oh. Someone just left. Monkey just left this time. You see? BRB child sneaking around. And I said back. And I is, is it his child or just a random child? <laughs> a wild child appears. EU <laughs> singing is very effective. Monkey leaves. He's a master ball to catch it. And now he's in jail. Energy. I clear show notes, Eric, so I don't know if you are including this in your lineup, but were you at the gallery thing that Boom Studio did? For the, the one in California? He lives... I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I sent him a package like four days ago. 
gallery. He just mailed it. <laughs> He just got stuff at his house on Saturday. <laughs> no, I don't know where the show is. I know where Eric the show is, is in LA. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Tom, we run a news site, okay? Oh yeah. In all what fairness, it, we didn't report on that. We didn't report on it, so. Oh, oh wait. God. Well, thank oh. you, Tom, for that great segue. <laughs> has launched Power Rangers number zero comic book. The art show was at Gallery Nucleus in Alhambra, California, and oh. the art gallery runs until January 31st. Is that close to where you live? Oh, man. Well, you know, I saw your shirt over there, and I was very proud. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, my shirt was on display in a whole rack of other shirts on sale. You can actually buy some of the art gallery pieces through Gallery Nucleus's site. There's some really cool artwork there. Yes. And But it's also really expensive. <laughs> I want to buy the, the fat guy in the Megaforce suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want that, too. It looked like a fun event. There was Power Force members in attendance that live in L.A. There were some pictures going around. Speaking of the Power Rangers Zero comic book, I know Toku Nation has done a review, but I want to hear what you guys have thought of it. I'll go first, since I work in comic books. Sure. Um, I did think it was pretty good. It's about a billion percent better than that Paper Cuts garbage. <laughs> yeah. Because that was awful and inconsistent. And this is actually something that it looks like people... People have put time and effort into, which is mm-hmm. shocking. I'd say the only complaint I have, and this is not the content of the title at all, it's the distribution scheme for the helmet variant covers. Right. Uh, it's just terrible, absolutely terrible. I mean, any person wanting to complete a full set of eight just can't do it reasonably because of one in 50 and one in 100 variants for green and white, respectively. And that really just prices out a huge section of the market that would have gladly paid for that book. Yeah, but that's a common practice in comic books. No, no, I I get that. You're telling the wrong person that. I understand that. The Armored Red is a Comics Pro variant you can only get from registered retail members, like none of which are around here. So, And they had all those pro members in the back of that issue zero comic book. And it's very few stores. It is, and no one is selling them yet either. They're all hoarding them because they're looking at these White Ranger covers selling for like $200. Like, well, (laughs) we can't sell these for cover price. That's ridiculous. Jordan makes a very good point because who are the two of the most popular Power Rangers from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? White and green, obviously. White and green. So when you make their covers the hardest to find, if you have four bucks to spend, are you going to spend four bucks on a Yellow Ranger cover or are you going to try to find the green? Well, the thing is, like, this book has already gone out of print, right? So retailers can't reorder copies of it. It's a wildly successful book. I think if they had released those covers as standard covers, it'd be even more successful because people would buy full sets of seven or optionally eight with that armored red and be happy to do it. I'd be happy to do it even. But as it stands, you really screw out a part of your your fan base from buying the book that they want. I mean, it's just not fair. Yeah, whatever. It's going to come out in trade. And it's going to I be get in that back. You're going to get your image. It's fine. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, that's a thing. But people want to display these covers, and like that's side by side. 
That's my main issue with it because variant covers doing things for like 1 in 50, 1 in 75. This is not a no, an unusual thing. This is very normal for all comic cool. titles, all publishers. The problem is I have never seen a set of like eight covers like this that are intended to be a set that goes together before spread across these tiers of incentivized discounts. That just doesn't happen, and it's just really foolish. Well, if you're a true fan, oh god, keep hey, your hand on it. Don't <laughs> bring that. He went there. I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan. I'm not going to spend two hundred effing dollars on a White Ranger cover. That's never going to happen for me. Yeah. Hey, the Power Force sent me the Blue Ranger cover. Well, hey, I got blue too. I mean, to be fair, that Diamond Comics accidentally sent us a green one at work, so I did get one, but I had to pay for it. Right. All I'm saying is I'm glad I got those San Diego Comic-Con one-sheets, so I have my Green Ranger through that, but oh. I would have loved to have Armored Red or White Ranger. Well, sure, yeah. yeah. Like, I have the one-sheets that I won in the Ranger Command Power Hour contest, even. There but you I go. Don't have, but I don't have the green <laughs> one, and it sells for $100, so. God. I think that as an incentive thing, goes it, it did what it's supposed to do and if you really want the image they're going to release posters they're going to release however other ways mm-hmm. so it's an age-old gimmick that still works and they take advantage of it and they know what they're doing i'm just amazed at how many of the regular issues like number one and number two they're all getting numerous variant covers well, that's become a recent trend, mostly thanks to Marvel in the last two years. This idea that every issue needs an action figure cover and a blank cover and another cover that are all mm-hmm. open to order if you exceed a certain percentage of your order for the previous issue. thats They're literally basing it on the Marvel release model, and it pisses me off because if you order too many copies of like number zero, if you're a store that ordered 100 copies, in order to qualify for those action figure variants and other stuff for the next one, you have to order over 200 copies just to get them. Oh my god. Not every shop has that kind of customer base. They don't, and that's the thing. Like, if you ordered 100 copies the first one, yeah, you made a cool $200 off that White Ranger cover, but you're now going to have to order an additional 100 just to order these dinky covers that are going to sell for 8 or $9, and you're not going to make that money back. Realistically speaking, when the order incentive is exceed 200% of your previous numbers in order to qualify, it's just not going to work. So. Though, from a fanboy perspective, that would actually be kind of cool if they did like a blank cover variant for like some of like the fan artists out there. Oh, no, I mean, they are. The next issue has one. It's just... Oh. Yeah. Oh, next, are you talking about that gold one we were looking at? No, no, that's a one in two hundred gold foil variant. There is actually oh, a no. blank sketch variant you can have artists do sketches on for number one. That's open to order for retailers who exceed two hundred percent of their orders for number zero. Oh, yeah. so that's, for this, that's for the this. easiest money making scheme. The the blank covers they struck gold when they came up with that idea. So for this gold foil cover, you said it's a one in two hundred. So you have to buy two hundred copies of it, right? Yeah, exactly. And you only get mm-hmm. one. It's just like one in fifty Green Rangers and one in hundred whites if you ordered 50 copies you got one green ranger if you ordered a hundred copies you got two greens and one white for your entire store we were going to order that many because it's worth it to us to do it but not every retailer has that available option i'm not really up to comic book trends so it's literally a blank cover with a logo on it there are some really really good local artists that will purchase those yes they'll they'll sketch those blank covers and you'll find high-profile artists that will either advertise them or even sell them. That's the biggest thing in the convention circuit is that you go to a 
uh, artists that you want to get commission from, and then you oh, get I them see. to draw the cover. Yeah, like even if it's an artist that didn't work on that title, but you'd love to see their artwork on that book, you can right. have it done. And I mean, there are even people who buy those books from me locally and take them to Lexicon and do sketches and sell them. That's pretty cool. You'll be the only person with that cover, basically. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Enough of me regurgitating industry facts. No, I'm fascinated by it, especially with the different variant ratios. I think that's so crazy. To complete a set, it's almost like you're going to have to spend 500 bucks just to get one. Yeah, full sets are selling for anywhere from two to 300 It just depends. Yeah. But, you know, white covers alone sell for upwards of 175 So, I mean, it's just, I think that's silly. I've never seen a set of covers that are intended to be a complete set yeah. like this before ever distributed across these tiers. It's just ridiculous. Finally, Yoshi Sadarso had a Chicago premiere of his Business Unusual short film, which he mentioned in our interview with him. Business Unusual is a fun little short film that's basically promoting the Renaissance Hotel brands, not only in Chicago, but around their global market. I got invited by Yoshi, and I went to the premiere last Monday. It was a lot of fun. Yoshi's a super cool guy. I thought the film was hilarious. It definitely wasn't what I was expecting. I really like the story for it. For those of you who have seen it, what are your thoughts on the film? I really liked it. I haven't seen it. I didn't know it was available to I didn't even know you could watch us. it. Yeah. yeah. You know. The Renaissance Hotel tweeted it like the night of the actual YouTube link. I do not. No, I didn't even. I didn't even know it happened until I saw um, Eric's photo at the premiere. I didn't. I didn't know it was the thing. Thanks for staying up to date with my Twitter and and Ranger. Oh no, I knew you were there and I knew you were going, but I just I had no yeah. idea you could go ahead and watch. No, it's it. it's yeah. a video that right. I started yeah, watching. Yeah, when I saw it, it I, I was like, oh, that's a thing. But I didn't know that you <laughs> watch it. That's up. a no, thing. Okay. When you start watching it, like you don't. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't expect it to be good. Right. Uh, it's my expectation going into a lot of these, like, hey, indie short film. I'm like, yawn. I'm going to learn a lesson about being eco-friendly or something. Um, <laughs> and instead, like, it was actually really entertaining, and, and Yoshi did a hell of a job. Like, I actually glued to the computer for the entire duration of, it's like 28 minutes or something. It was really good. I think it's like 14 minutes, but... It was like 20-something. It didn't feel with like 20 With Yoshi on screen, it feels longer. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a fun little film. We'll link it in the show page for those who haven't seen it yet. I think Yoshi's a cool guy. I can't wait for him to really start hitting the convention circuit. People should definitely meet him. He's pretty chill. It's a fun time. Is he pretty fly for an Asian guy? <laughs> I can't say white guy. He's not white. Anyways, I'm shaking my head at this whole episode. <laughs> Well, it is our second anniversary. Yes, you have to let loose. How did we make it this far? I don't know, but here we are. Lots of mental instability. (laughs) Yes, it's our second anniversary, and the reason I invited all of our special guests on today was because I wanted to personally thank each and every one of you for just supporting the podcast. I thought it was because you wanted to end the show on a high note. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're not ending the show. (laughs) We're not talking Toku. (laughs) but first i did want to thank you guys on talking toku and you'll probably hear my extended thank you clip that i sent on the show but yeah (laughs) yeah you gotta get those in yeah he's really on top of it guys i just wanted to personally thank chris just for being such an amazing friend and supporting the show since the beginning even though our first interaction was me about proper credit on a news article. (laughs) 
So I just wanted to thank you guys for supporting the show and giving us the opportunity to advertise on your forum and also just hanging out at PMC, hanging out to watch Dino Charge. It's just been a real blast. And Jordan, seeing you again at LexCon and hanging out was cool. And Tom, I know we still haven't met, but one day, buddy. None of us have met him, actually. So, oh, well, I Chris, has. Well, Chris has. I know him by association because I've met Chris. I met right. Tom nine years ago, somehow. Nine years ago? <laughs> yeah, it's a long, convoluted story. We've been over it a lot. Oh, okay. You get the cliff notes on it later. There was two <laughs> tall Asians, and apparently one of them was Tom. The closest I got to Tom was Toy Fair 2014. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was the in same the room. same building. Yeah, in the same room. <laughs> I just I didn't know him. You didn't yep. see a tall Asian person, like an abnormally tall Asian person. He says we're talking the Godzilla tall. of Japan. Are you sure you weren't <laughs> holding some giant prop in front of yourself again? <laughs> yeah, it could be. I was I was in the Megazord suit the entire time. The pit bull, the pit bull strikes again, which Tom is going to Toy Fair this year again. So we mentioned Toy Fair earlier, so there will be Toku Nation coverage again. There, oh, there will be. But I just wanted to thank you guys. <laughs> For supporting our show, and I always enjoyed listening to Talking Toke. I'm really sad to see it gone, but I know you guys are moving on to better and bigger things. Lies, Eric. Lies. Nobody listens to Talking Toku. Thank you. <laughs> I will a torch. The 32 followers we have on Twitter are touched. <laughs> the other 520 that are spam bots. Hey, if I had Wind the Powerball, they would have been touched. Personally. <laughs> going to pull up Jay and wow. Silent Bob. Right exactly. <laughs> moving on. Mir, I want to thank you for just supporting the show, for being on the show, and just retweeting our stuff, promoting our stuff, and, and thank you for the great work that you do in this fandom for finding this amazing information seemingly before anyone else. Here, here. Uh, no problem. I really enjoy the podcast, and for one of the few ones in the fandom, if not the only one I don't know for sure, being solely Power Rangers related. It's a lot of fun to listen to, and it's one thing I look forward to a lot of my weekends. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And then, Lee, thank you for doing the last-minute stuff around the holidays for the crossover in my crazy editing. And thank you for the Monkey Grid, because I really like the format that you established with these short news promotional clips, and I think you do an amazing job promoting them and just producing them as well. Well, thank you. I mean, you guys, especially you, Eric, just with your input and everything, that's what helped me grow the DJ Monkey Ranger show. I just sat there and said, hey, just pick what's comfortable for you and do it. And I was like, okay. And then with the voiceover stuff, I mean, that's something that I'm wanting to do professionally. So with you giving me that chance to contribute, that adds to my portfolio and my skill sets. So that was absolutely wonderful. No, you did a great job with the narrator yeah. voice and yeah. stuff like that. That, that yeah, was definitely. a come point. It was really on point. I love the humor in that. and But a lot of that goes to Chris's writing. And I know if we do any future skits, they're really going to suffer because I can't write for it's really a team effort and I like working with you guys and all of you are more than welcome to come onto the show anytime that you want. If I ever need help with it, you guys will always be the first that I go to. Thank you. You're welcome. Because this is still about us, I wanted to ask you guys <laughs> if you had any 
Any favorite memories of the past year with this show? The final crossover, hands down. Any crossover has always been fun, uh, really enjoyable. And, and just to hear Chris and Eric's job on the editing, I, I've mentioned this in our last episode, and I'll preview it here, because I know this is probably going to come out first. <laughs> is that, uh, <laughs> Great faith in Chris, Tom. Great faith. Thanks, brother. It's, it's just that whenever we send these clips in, you know, what people don't understand is that we record it separately. We don't sit down and all record it together. So when you hear it together, that's Chris and Eric doing overtime, putting everything together, making sure everything fits. And it's like a giant piece of puzzle. And it's just tremendous. Every time I listen to it, I, I can't believe it that we weren't in the same room doing this together. I will say one of my all-time favorite memories of Ranger Command is trying to do the crossovers live. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of wish we would have done one more, like all six of us live, because I don't think I've laughed that hard since oh, then. Like. And the uh, the casting sides for the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that was our most hilarious <laughs> roundtable that we've ever done. Because just reading those, and then the whole Zach's dropping the bullshit... <laughs> Hands down, that is my, that's like one of my favorite moments this year was just the whole reading that live and just all of us losing it with the Zach's dropping the bullshit. For once, Zach's dropping the bullshit. Getting real. <laughs> I'm just reading what it's Who writes this? Zach's write this? dropping the bullshit. Did I write this? <laughs> <laughs> It was hilarious. I fully expect to have a t-shirt with that slogan on it. I'm, I'm working on it. We need okay. to work on that. Yeah, thank you guys. And again, Chris with his music editing skills is pretty sweet. He's done some stuff with that Dino Charge music and the Gold Ranger theme. That stuff's all really great. I'm just a really big nerd. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Call it what it is, man. Yeah. Well, I think well, we're, we're in the whole room of it. We're in the whole room of nerds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to move on to our last segment of the show to wrap this up, our Ranger Nation Answers segment, where we asked our listeners, what was your favorite moment in the second year of Ranger Command? And Jordan, I'm going to have you read your own Nightmare You're going to read your own. Oh, shit, I got to pull that thing up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get in. I can't get to the show notes. Eric, you uh, understand. Talk and Toku never went off show notes ever, and the only time we ever did it failed horribly. Yeah. <laughs> They're just used to winging it every time. Uh, hold up. I got to. No. <laughs> Jordan, let me remind you, you just said triumphant gargle. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot oh, about that. When when I got the file for Larigo from you, I, I was crying. I was crying of how like ridiculous it was. It was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And when I was editing it, I literally had to stop like every 10 seconds because I was laughing too hard. Even when I was editing it, I was just like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> that was, that entire thing was Chris. No, I mean, not damn it. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was all Jordan. Yeah. I did all of that. And now my Larigo lines. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, error. and then Tom, your sound effects, like the sound effects. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> yeah, that was just me recording me playing the tub. So, so. 
Okay, so Mir, if you want to read yours. Okay, I said, your live reactions to finding out that Yoshi was going to be in a Sentai. This is something that is actually in the movie. What the hell? What? Wait, Zach, what are you typing right now? Breaking news. I see it all over Twitter. I saw it all over Facebook. Apparently, Yoshi, a.k.a. Dino Charge Blue, is cameoing in an episode of Ninja. Oh, what the f***? Get the f*** out of here. Well, look, look, look. Wait, 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 wait. Back, back up, back up, back up. First, could you share a tweet in the Google Doc? think I can. Hang on. How do I... But while you're doing that, Yoshi Sadarso was in Japan a while back. Yes, uh, he was. was. Living at, living. Oh, no, Miss, Mr. Yellow is reporting this. Yes, it's Mr. Yellow is saying he retweeted from at the real Shogo. Uh, in the section of Toei's site that mentions Jiraiya's guest starring, it says the blue dino charge actor will cameo. Okay, okay. Wait, Holy this is... Sh- this oh, is incredible. And, this is incredible. Wait, but I think, you know, it, I guess we... Miss, hmm? From Mr. Yellow's tweet, Yoshi responded with a wink. It's true. It's true. It's true. But I also want to change mine a little bit because it was pretty much any time you had a breaking news moment I like being able to listen to. But also, Chris's two lines he gave to me for that one crossover that I had a little cameo in because he got my personality down pat. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. <laughs> Anytime I got a script from Chris, it was believable because it sounds like what all of you guys would say. Like, okay, so writing all those scripts, just trying to get everyone's personality down, I, I think the three I got down the most, obviously, Mir, your little one-liner, because that's just how I always picture you. like, whoa, what's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. And then, <laughs> and then I, I always have AP just kind of being like, why am I still, why am I still here? Why am I still doing this? Like, like I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. What's going on? Uh, and then Tom just being a creepy pervert. Uh, <laughs> and then just making Eric and I as being over-the-top heroic. We obviously both think we're like the leaders of the free world or something like that. And then Jordan's just a snarky asshole and Zach's just... I don't know why, but it reminds me of Doug from the movie Up. <laughs> Doug, like the talking dog? I have just met you, and I love you. <laughs> I smell you. A ball! A ball! Squirrel! <laughs> oh dear. It's, it's right. funny because it's true. <laughs> I just, that whole, I just wanted tacos. <laughs> Hey, Eric, Zach, and AP, as well as all of those listening to Ranger Command Power Hour right now, I'm Cody, better known as Spidey Nerdo to the small circles that know me. I just wanted to say congrats on two years, RCPH. I enjoy listening to every episode, even if I don't really comment on them like I used to. Thanks for the memories, and here is to many more. Keep it charged up. Your friendly neighborhood, Spidey Nerdo. All right, moving on to Little Miss Fies at Tokyo to go said Zach dropping the bull. Second answer, you guys reading the PR movie casting sides was hilarious. Interior common area later. The teens argue about what to do with this information. <laughs> I apologize to everyone right now in advance. I'm not going to make it Asian, so you're fine. (laughs) We shouldn't be surprised. It's not like the training's going well. But But Kimberly's competitive nature won't allow her to walk away. We should go to San Francisco. (laughs) 
Maybe we should be smart about this and live to fight another day. Your difference to authority is not attractive. <laughs> I'm a rebel. If we keep her from getting the rest of the gold, it's over for her, right? Alpha 5 finds them outside of their assigned area. You should be practicing. You serve the rangers in any way you can, which means you have to do whatever we ask. Correct. Kim, no. Who else is going? We all know this is never going to work without me. To Trini. I don't think you like parental figures telling you what you can't do. It's been a long time since someone's cared enough to try to manipulate me into doing something against my better judgment. That's what friends do. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's gut tells him that this is the wrong call. Sentai 5 at Sentai 5, your interview with Yoshi and when you guys talked about the theme songs. When I was recording with Doug yesterday for our new extra episode <laughs> that's coming out at the end of the month, he actually mentioned that that's probably his favorite extra episode that we've done. Because he says he listens to that repeatedly because we're playing the music as we're discussing it. Wait, the episode where you sing the theme song? No, no because that I, was me. I did that one time and that was a mistake. Ditto. <laughs> uh, Ditto. Well, I did that twice, actually. I was just laughing because you said we, you know, you're recording with Doug, and my brain was like, the dog from Up? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Ranger Command. <laughs> Squirrel! Ranger Command, Ranger Command, Ranger Command, Ranger Command. In a world full of strife, we must fight to survive. Discuss all the series that divide There is only one chance To take the right stance Hold tight, keep our ratings up high Go, go, Ranger Command Don't you ever stop RJ Sills, Uchihabro77 at AnimeRedic96 says skits All the skits I laughed so hard also, when that one guy said "yeehaw," oh RJ, oh RJ, <laughs> he tries to like influence things into the shows. I'm glad that uh, he hasn't heard our last episode yet. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. That does, that just sounds awful. <laughs> now Tom finally gave him what he wanted. That doesn't yes, sound better. Oh my okay. Wow. Okay. Moving on. I, bet <laughs> I can only play hard to get for so far. <laughs> Okay, Chris, <laughs> please read the next one. <laughs> okay, uh, Solomon D at Solomon underscore D said, I loved hearing you guys discuss the melodrama that was the MMPR casting sides. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger, the interview with Zordon 2012. I can't wait to meet him and hopefully talk comics with him someday. And Zach's mentioned this before, but that was a pretty awesome interview. That was so much fun to do, yeah. Getting to nerd out over the Flash with Zordon, it's kind of a surreal experience. I kind of want to go back and just talk about <laughs> comic book fandom and, and how great the times are where we have so many great comic book movies coming out. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to be as excited as we are for, like, Avengers and for some of the TV that's out there now. It is a glorious time to be alive <laughs> for a fan of superheroes, yes. You know, having grown up through the 70s and waiting and watching anything that came on the TV screen, the original Incredible Hulk show with Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno, even the really cheesy and bad Marvel movies that were made for TV, the 
It really. Uh, <laughs> I remember some of the the, the the trial of the Incredible Hulk and oh that and and uh, the '70s Spider-Man show that was on and the the Doctor Strange movie they did. There was even an Iron Man one that they did was just so horrible. But I mean, um, <laughs> when the first Marvel movie came out, when Iron Man came out, you felt like this real sense of vindication, like oh my gosh, somebody gets it, somebody understands. And all of the stuff that you read as a child, it just came to life on on screen, and it looked so good. John at Toronto John says, the interview with Yoshi, he's such an awesome dude. He is. He really is. And ever since I met Brennan, I've been doing handstands all the time because he knows how to do handstands the right way. Dude, that guy is so good with handstands. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was in this past uh, episode, too. Okay, so, okay, you guys saw, like, the video of it, but, dude, on the day... The rock was really wobbly because it wasn't it wasn't real. They didn't give him a real rock to do it on. It was so wobbly. I was surprised he was able to do even a handstand on that thing. But he did a one-handed handstand. <laughs> it was wobbly. It was windy. It was cold. <laughs> and it was slippery because uh, there was condensation. So the rock was slippery. Dude still pulled it off. No problem. They had him like hanging upside down forever. And then the camera like straight up in his face. I was like... You know what? I'm going to go do a flip over here because it's easy. (laughs) It's amazing to me. When I see his training, I get way more pumped. I was training way more than I had ever been training when I was at the ranger house, I guess. Every morning, we're like, yeah, let's go. Let's get pumped. Hey guys, this is Josh Moore, aka at Kentucky Jam on Twitter. I just want to give you a brief thanks. You guys have been a big part of my life since I've discovered you in the past year and a half, I want to say. I don't get to listen week to week very often. I usually (laughs) accrue a backlog of episodes, but I honestly mean it when I say that I look forward to your new episodes as, as much as I do episodes of the current season. And I think that's a big testament to the appreciation that you all have for the show and for the fandom at large, and and you all do a great job, and I hope that you continue to do this for a very long time. Thanks. Mr. Mike at M. Lundstedt said, Gonna say hearing about AP's fanfic. (laughs) I don't know what that was referring to, and he said it might have been in, like, an uncut part of something. I think he's referring to when I said that I wrote Grey's Anatomy and Angel crossover fanfic. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. I have no idea what episode that was from. Neither do I. I think that's from a really old one. He said it was one where you were on, Chris. I know. That's why I'm starting to remember it. That's why I'm thinking it was a really old one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been on as a, just a guest by myself in a very long time, so I don't know. No, you were you were on a lot this year. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Our brains are mush. Life's kind of... I know that much. But, well, yeah, you were on you were on the uh, the music episode, the theme, theme song, song one. Episode, yes, that's right. Yeah, which was over the summer. So that was a long time ago, dude. It's it's already the next year. Yeah, it's already almost summer again. God, wow. time flies when you're having moderate amounts of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better in moderation. I still have to figure out what I'm doing for episode fifty, but AP sings the hits. <laughs> It's just AP me. sings. It's, AP sings all the Power Ranger themes. Yeah, Pelicase. It's Ranger. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's Ranger Command Glee Hour. Here's what you okay, do. Okay, just here's just what you because do. you're on a Glee clip. Here's I, what you do. Here's what you do. Get the Power Rangers Dino Charge theme song. Okay. By going through every single 49 episodes and extra episodes you've done, and cut out all the words that AP says that fit the lyrics of the song, and then splice that them together. Be- 
awesome. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an amazing idea. <laughs> How the f*** am I going to listen to, like, 40-something hours of time? I'm pretty sure I haven't said all those words, too, so... You said Power Rangers, you said Dino Charge, you said World. Have you said forever? I don't think so. Can you say forever right now? <laughs> say strife yeah full of yeah i'm sure you said a lot of those words <laughs> yeah she probably said eric you're full of it <laughs> luke Eurley at undead number nine said my favorite rcph moments the interviews especially with yoshi that was great also the crossover with talking toku and mm. dino charge discussions i really enjoyed all the cool creations and ideas you guys have so thanks for the laughter and happy rcph anniversary Yay. Yay. Joshua Perry at Rider Ranger three three five says, "I really like the drunk casts for the MMPR movie and Ooh, Super Mega Force finale." Well, you pretty much had to be drunk to stand the Super <laughs> Mega Force finale. Yeah. <laughs> Did it make it better? It helped because I was definitely yeah. laughing more. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all laughing just because of our comments that we were making. <laughs> like yeah. laughing at our own jokes. That's how bad we are. I don't think I'd ever been that drunk since college, so pretty bad. Yeah, she was pretty sloshed. Did you guys feel like a drinking I didn't get a chance to listen to it. You should play I it. I ran into a game. wall afterwards, so that should tell you exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here's the most epic music. Bum, 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 bum. And Tommy's penis. <laughs> 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 and there's Damon and, and Coro and TJ too. And there's Titanium Yes. And Tommy. Oh, where did the Samurai Rangers come from? Vince Ariola at Bryce Packard said, RCPH anniversary, all of it really, interviews, crossovers, etc. I also dug the fandom headaches. Great way to let it out. Can't wait for another exciting year of podcasts. Keep on flying like a giant eagle team. <laughs> Tyler Oakley at Ragnarok Flames. Any of the Mystery Science Theater style episodes slash movie watchings, just fantastic. The crossovers and the discussion about the pros and cons of Sentai, that could be used before we heard about Ninja Steel. Taggy Ranger at Doug Watchin says, Pretty much all the discussion through the Mystic Force theme song on the Ranger theme songs episode. What the bleep? Podcast canceled. <laughs> <laughs> the theme song they came up with at the end, I actually don't mind. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a huge hip-hop or rap uh, enthusiast, but it's still catchy. It is catchy. Uh, his rock theme, I thought, was much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should, that should have been the one they went with, in my opinion. But I like the rock theme better too but i also actually do like the mystic force theme besides it being catchy i don't know why though it just <laughs> for some reason i just i actually like it like it's it gets weird. Like, I'm, the same, I'm the same way it's it's it like gets me pumped for it i guess i don't i, I like it more than spd what the f <laughs> me too. i'm sorry i do me too podcast canceled <laughs> <laughs> I would have to go back and listen to that episode, I think, because apparently that was a pretty good one. I vividly remember that moment. Isn't that when you and I, AP, agreed that we liked the Mystic Force theme song? We thought it was yeah. better than SPD, and Eric flipped yeah. out. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even I would have flipped out if I'd been there. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think well, I felt a disturbance in the force and flipped out subconsciously. Maybe I blocked I, I, it from my memory. That's why I got to go back and re-listen to it. I mean, me too. Like, it's crazy. Even though I listen to this multiple times when we do it live, when I'm editing the show, then I actually listen to it again, the finished product on the day that it's released. So I listen to these episodes three times and then I just forget what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like all the minute little details, like the whole fanfic thing. I didn't remember that for crap. Stop drinking on the job. I know. <laughs> I didn't remember that till I saw this. Yeah. And then I like all came flooding back to me. You have your PTSD from the podcast. Or are there any parting thoughts before we wrap this up? I know you guys have lives to get back to. I say lives or lives? What's that? I said lives, but it could also be Yes, I think lives is probably the more appropriate. How many do you have, Jordan? The mystery is afoot. That's why he didn't answer. (laughs) It's not about quantity, it's about quality. (laughs) Here's to another year of our Ranger Connect. Thanks, guys. Sorry, I was late. I can't wait to see most of you at PMC. I think it's down to, like, I'm the only one going for now, again, jerks. I already know I'm not going. I am really trying. I got the new job and all that stuff, so... And I have the same shitty job. Did you get the new job, Tom? (laughs) Uh, Kind of, in a way. Unless I win the lottery or get, like, a really just awesome job, you're probably not going to see me at a convention. Not if we kidnap you. A year ago, Chris told me he'd pay for me to come. I think he rethought that. (laughs) Kind of had to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you guys all for joining us on this very special episode. (laughs) Very, very special. Now, when you say special... (laughs) Now, show us on Eric's doll where Zordon touched you. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. This is where he's got to start playing You've Got the Touch by Stan Bush. You've got the touch! Zordon. You've got the touch! Yeah. Can we can we just like cut out that entire part and put in the actual song? <laughs> no, it has to be Eric singing it. Where else is my right? <laughs> Podcast canceled. Put the horrible like Marky Mark version in there. Yeah, that's the one. The Marky Mark version. Yeah, yeah from Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I have oh, to YouTube. Yeah. It's horrible. Let's all do it right now. (laughs) No. No. YouTube.com. All right, guys. Let us know what you can do. Questions, email us at rangercommandpower at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. And I'll play that song leading us out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The Marky Marky Marky. Got it. Oh, God. That is horrible. I told you it's very bad. Oh, God. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 I'll never leave you, Chris. I need you. You're at your best when the corn gets raw. You've been put to the test, but it's never enough. Hey, guys. TrekkieB47 here. Thank you for listening to Ranger Command for the past two years. And we are going to announce the winners of the RCPH Anniversary Contest. The winner of the Dino Chomp prize pack, it's Twitching Fool Zero. So congratulations to him, and we'll be sending that out shortly. Next is the winner of the Enkylo Smash prize pack, and that winner is 
from Twitter at C. Dwyer. Once again, thanks to everyone who participated by entering and retweeting the contest. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and now stay tuned for a special preview of our next episode, extra episode number 13. It'll actually be airing next weekend in two parts. There will be an episode on Saturday and Sunday. It's a very unique premise that has never been done before on a Power Rangers podcast. So give it a listen. Thanks, everyone. Next time on Ranger Command Power Hour. Podcast, podcast, Eric knocks stuff over. He'll be back in just a second. I'm dancing till he comes back, even though he can't see it. All right, let's... <laughs> All right, let's just have normal... Okay, I feel this is normal conversation level. Yeah. Yeah, if we were to talk about Power Rangers, we would probably talk about Power Rangers at this exact volume. This exact level. Maybe I would get really excited every once in a while. And maybe I'd go, whoa! <laughs> My voice back in really high, but I'm like, what are you saying? But other than that, we're good. And, and sometimes I go, hey, Doug, I'm, I'm talking really low. <laughs> Because I, I have secrets for you. <laughs> I I have survivor secrets. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH. And like us on Facebook.com slash Ranger Command Power Hour. This is Trekkie B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you're listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. This has been another great presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.